Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We welcome you into another Warriors Weekly Podcast for 95.7 The Game. It's John Dickinson and Matt Steinmetz. And Steiny, let's let's dive right into it. Uh, are, are the Warriors starting to figure some things out? They, they've won three in a row as we record this for just the third time all season. They're at their high watermark, two games over 500, going into games against Minnesota and Denver. Five of seven overall in the win column for the Warriors. So they're playing... Among the better stretches they've had at any point this season, suddenly, what what do you make of it? Uh, we got to talk on Friday. That's what we have to do because obviously they got an interesting back to back coming up tonight against Minnesota, and then they go to Denver. And uh, to me, a lot of things are coming together right now. And I don't necessarily mean all good. I just mean I think we're seeing the first signs of kind of push coming to shove. And what I mean by that is you got a little something going here. Like you said, three in a row, five of seven. And but these are these are the two games that have always set you back. These are the games that always set you back and bring you back to 500. Um, what's going to happen Thursday in Denver? Now, I know St- uh, Steph Curry kind of addressed it. it. Sounds like he wants to play. And what I'm getting at, of course, is the load management where so many guys don't play on back to backs. That hurts their momentum. Like whenever we talk about momentum, you have to you have to uh, you know factor in that they may lose a back to back and not even care about it. So, um, you know, can they win both games? Maybe that's a stretch, um, but they they got to win one of these games to me and look good doing it, and then then I think you, you kind of take the next step and start looking at the standings and saying, you know what, we finish you know, 25 and 16 or whatever it is, we're, we're probably going to have a top four or five seed. Well, a couple of things on that note, and I thought it was fascinating to to see the way Steve Kerr managed the Oklahoma City game because he he managed that game like they wanted to get it. And they've even said openly over the last couple of days that they really the first two games of the trip are the key and I I think they're they're tipping their hand as to what they're going to do as far as the Denver game I think they already went into this three-game road trip knowing and Steph always tries to save face and and let everybody know that it's not his decision and that that's fair I, I I think that's fine but I think they went into this three game trip looking at it almost like it was a two-game trip and that they need to win the Oklahoma City and Minnesota games because they're going to probably punt on the Denver game. And and the Warriors finally won one of those games in Cleveland. So, you know, you can't expect it by any means, but it, it seems like, and Steve Kerr has coached like, 
they have an understanding that that they think Oklahoma City was beatable and and they beat them and Minnesota's beatable. They already blew them out in Minnesota earlier in the year. Now the Timberwolves have played better lately, although they just split with with Sacramento and. So I think they're kind of going all in right now. And the way Steve Kerr has managed the rotation, basically playing eight, nine players, tells you that. Yeah, and then and then we get back to a question that we're probably going to be asking all season, and that is, you know, will they pay a price for playing this hard this early in the season? And do they have it in them that they can put together two solid months of really good basketball playoff basketball that turns into championship basketball. Um, you know, and, and let me just throw this at you. I, I'm not sure this year. I, I for Let's put aside whether they're going to win it or not. I'm not sure they're going to have a great stretch this year. I'm just not, not convinced of it. And so when they get to the postseason, the question's going to be, do they have four good series in them really in a row? for two months when they haven't done it all year. Last year, they did have 20, what, almost half a season, 31 and, like, I know they were 18 and two, but they were what, 31 and? They were 30 and nine. At exactly, one exactly. Yeah. So they played half a year last year where they were the, essentially the best team in the league. And it was actually even 41 and 13 was the, the latest point. So that's right. like 41 and 13 is outstanding. And to me, that's that's the difference. They had 41 and 13 in their back pocket, and I think they all knew it. This year, they're not going to have a 41 and 13. They might not even have a 15 of 21. It, you know what I'm kind of getting at. So then it gets back to their champion, their championship pedigree. Many people are going to say they'll turn it on. I tend to be more skeptical just because that's my nature, and I would have liked to have seen it once during the regular season uh, first. But this is going to be one of those where I'm not going to believe they can put together four series in two good months until I see it. Well, and for me, that's where I, I sort of break off from you in the sense that I need to see them. It depends on where their seeding is. Like They don't have to win as many games this year to be the right. three seed. But they have every opportunity to be the three seed. So if it only takes 45 wins to be the three seed or 46, which it may only take that that many, frankly, then if, if they can do that, I'm more open-minded because the rest of the Western Conference is so mediocre that they would be able to, to get on that run against some of these other teams. But the reality is they're still at some point going to have to face Memphis, who it looks right now like they have their number. I want to see them actually play a couple of games in Memphis. They do play two games in Memphis here in the in the back half of the, the schedule right. in March. So we'll we'll see how that all shakes out. But I, I I think I think if they can win enough to where they are the three or the four seed, even though they won't have as many wins or as hot of a stretch, I, I think that would be enough for me to say if they continue to do it with this group, this eight or because that's the other part of it. And I think that's kind of where I want to take the conversation is, you know, we're starting to see here over the last week and a half or so the rotation is taking shape, I think, Steiny. And and we're that Steve Curry right. change went small. Jordan Poole's in the starting lineup again. Kavon Looney's not. The spacing and the ball movement, the assist numbers are up. I think they're baiting teams into playing 
more of a keep up with us offensively type of game, which I think for the regular season takes pressure off of their defense to where they don't have to be as good defensively the whole game. And it also baits the opponent into like, taking some bad shots right. and doing some things out of character that get you beat against the Warriors over right. a 48-minute game. And so I think that's working. But I also had the thought going back to really after the Toronto game, the Warriors kind of know who their top eight now is with, let's say, Looney off the bench because he yep. was in the starting lineup, DiVincenzo, and now Jonathan Kaminga, who continues to come on as that eighth. Even Jamichael Green's played all right. He didn't play the other night, but three games back from his latest injury and played okay. I guess, do the Warriors, are we are we starting to wonder, figure that maybe they have enough to for, to, for a playoff rotation? Well, that's enough for, I think, a playoff rotation. Is maybe. it good enough? Is yeah, it good I, enough, though? I don't know. I mean, it's, that, that, that's a great question. And and before we get to the postseason, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the standings. And, see, I, I, I think some, some things are starting to happen here. And th- this is kind of what I mean. I mean, you look at the standings. Oh, they're, they're fifth. Look at this. But I see the Clippers beginning to emerge. And I think the Suns are going to start winning now that they got everybody healthy. Agree. So this is where the Warriors, it's not going to be good enough to kind of stay in this mix. Otherwise, they're going to drop to six. Um, so, like, th- I-, I think it starts right now. You know, you got to go one and one in these next two games, not 0 oh and 2. And then I haven't even looked at the schedule after that, but y- you get the sense of what I'm, they've got to, they got to stop playing 500 ball and got to start playing more 600 ball, uh, taking more two out of threes. Otherwise, they are going to start the playoffs you know, it was a five or six, and and I, I just think it's going to be much, much harder, obviously. Well, and, and there's a lot of games here before the All-Star break, still a couple of weeks to go before the All-Star break. Uh, they come home, they play Dallas, and then the Thunder. They go to Portland. They come home and play the Lakers and the Wizards, and then they go and play the Clippers to end the, the pre-All-Star break portion of the schedule. So there, there's some some winnable games in there. there. There's some tougher games in there as well, considering how they've played. And you look at the back-to-back component, the back, the only back-to-backs are, are the Minnesota-Denver back-to-back and then the Wizards-Clippers back-to-back, with the Clippers being the final game before the break. So I think mm. they would push through it being the final game before the break and maybe only Clay Thompson winds up not, not playing in, in, right. in that one. Uh, although we've seen the Warriors in the past give everybody the night off on the road the night before the break. They did that in Phoenix a couple of years ago and got thumped uh, right. in doing it. But but there are there is an opportunity here if they can maintain the health that they've had here of late, I think, to make a little bit of a push. I think 10-4, and four, to go back to what you were meant, 10-4 and four is their best stretch at any okay. point. It was a 14-game okay. stretch at 10-4, and four, so they're halfway to that. Can they duplicate that over the next? I think it's eight games before the the break. Can they basically go five and three over the next eight, and that would duplicate, give or take one, of right. the ten and four they had earlier in the year. You know, you know, it's interesting. I want to go back to like you know the small lineup, and 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 the one thing to me that it's done, and and you're kind of right. You know, the one thing I've noticed the last, I think he had one real bad shooting night. Clay, the 0 for 7 from 3, but he's been making shots. Like, he's been making shots during the last – I'm just going to use the, the number 10. And 
because they move pool into the starting lineup, it is gone. You know, there, there is more spacing. There's more, there's just more free flow. It almost is like the games are just a little less intense. And, and I think the Warriors are, do, are, are doing that on purpose. Um, I just wonder if there's a there, either I wonder if there could be a false sense of security there because it just it just it does feel like you know some of their wins are just yeah well, that's like usually there were a lot of aspects to a warrior win like you had to acknowledge you know what they shut that other team down for four minutes and you know that it always seems to boil down to just shooting for the Warriors now. Like it's 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 harder for them to overcome a not so good shooting night because, you know, they're not they're not as dynamic in other areas, particularly on the defensive end. It feels more like they play the same game every night now, almost uh, yeah. regardless of opponent. Like if they're playing a good team, they play up and they play hard, right? And it ends up being a close game down the stretch. If they're playing a lesser opponent. Maybe they play a little more sloppily or the other team's got more energy or, or intensity to the game and they wind up in a close one down right. the stretch and they have right. to they have to try and win it. It's funny, we were going back and forth during the Oklahoma City game, and I think the Warriors were up I think it was when they were up twenty one and you said, Ah, the Thunder, they gotta make a run and I said, and this is such a, a difference from the past. I mean, I, I would have said, nah, they might make a little run, but the Warriors will still thump them and you know, beat them by double right. digits. But I mean it's we were both we agreed, like, yeah, the right. Thunder are going to make a run, and it's probably going to get close or tied, or maybe even OKC takes the lead, and the Warriors are going to have to win the game again. And uh, OKC didn't get the lead, but they got it down to, what, two with a couple minutes to go. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply well and and they had two i, I remember the two with possess you know and why i mean not why they win that game but once the warriors get to that point here comes oklahoma city Poole makes a three. Clay makes a three. Off of okay. two defensive plays. The, the exactly. Looney and Draymond blocks. Exactly. Vintage then, Warriors into threes. Two, two five-point swings, basically. Exactly. So that's that's ball game right there. Um, you know, they used to be able to do that for longer stretches. Maybe they only did it because that's that's all they had to do uh, against Oklahoma City. But, you know, that's, that's the one thing that I think can't be factored into – their championship defense of years past to this team. And this team is not even close to any of their championship teams on the defensive end. And not only that, JD, like I get it. The Warriors were playing championship defense for 82 games during their championship seasons. But I think this is the worst defense they've played probably in the championship type seasons. They, they just, they're, they can only summon it for short stretches, it feels like. Well, and I wonder if they can summon it for longer stretches in the playoffs with off days and with the repeated, you know, matchup. 
where right. you get more familiar with your opponent. I, I do think that favors the Warriors as far as just kind of knowing what you're going to see on a night in night out basis and, and honing in on your game plan and t- trying to take certain things away. And I, I mean, it still boils down to, is there going to be enough in the tank right. for four series wins? I, but I, I think the layout of the playoffs favors the Warriors even in a, when in a big time way, big time way. See, I wonder if now we're reaching the point where, and you know this better than me. Um, what, when do you start the, in, a, in any given series, game off, game off, game off. And what's the most amount of games you can play? Four yeah. in seven? They they basically, yeah, they, they basically put the seven-game series in about a 14 or a 15-day span. Okay. But it's always it's always more separated at the beginning. So right. basically game four. So the Warriors, and this is where they've gamed the system, is they end a lot of series in five before it true. really gets to the other That's every true. other day. Typically, yeah. there's they're more spread out in the first three to four games, and it's typically every other day on the last three to four games. Give, give see, now that, see, now that might not help them. Not if you're down six and seven, right. it does. That's true. That's early, true. Early, yeah. which is why you want to get the home court advantage or you want to get a favorable matchup in the first round. And and that's the one thing that I do when you look at some of the – and it is separating, I think. It, it, Phoenix is coming up. Like you said, the Clippers are coming up. But I think if if you get a, a favorable first-round matchup, I'll just I'll use the one I think we used last week. Like if, if the Warriors were six and Sacramento somehow held, somehow held on to the three, like you got no travel, basically. Right. Yeah, you wouldn't have home court advantage. But I mean, is anybody if the Warriors are playing the Kings, not not picking the Warriors to win that series in five, even without home court advantage? I mean, right. I, I and so there still is a, a pathway there, I think, to a quicker <coughs> round. Now, if you wind up three or four and you play the Clippers or you play Phoenix four or five or something like that, then then I think it's a much different story. But we're not gonna know because it's so jumbled up about that for for probably two months. Let me let me let me ask you this, and you're the only guy I put on the spot like this. Off the top of your head, do you remember the year where the Warriors played their most playoff games? You know, 28's the most you can play if you play four seven-game series. It, it, it's got uh, – the most that had to have played, 16, I would think, right? is 20. Yeah, well, that, that would have been the – Well, because – or the uh, – the year they won in a seven-game series in the Western Conference, then lost in a seven-game series to the Cavs. That that was probably it, right? That was the year, fifteen and nine. Okay, I, I I never forget it. Because Twenty-four. They, they they were seventy-three and nine. They had nine losses in eighty-two uh, okay. games, and then wow. they had nine losses in twenty-four games and couldn't quite get to sixteen, which obviously wow. you need to win the win the title. So they lost as many in twenty-four as they did in eighty-two. So, I mean, we don't have to keep – obviously, it's not for now, but, you know, that that is something to, to kind of keep in mind. They played sure. 22, I think, last year, right? I I, I want to say it was I, – I might be off on Memphis that. Memphis in six – no, Denver two sixes, in five. There were two sixes and – there were two – there were two sixes and two fives. Okay, so, 22. 22, right. yeah, last year. So, gotcha. you know, give or take, but – 
but the Warriors, but sometimes that's the difference. I, no I, I, I mean, I still maintain going back to last year that if they had had to play Phoenix in a conference finals, even if it only goes one more game than the Dallas series did, it would have been so much more taxing of us because the games themselves would have been more competitive. The Warriors were never really other than other than one of the first three games. They, they were in control, right. really. And, and you know, Dallas had him in one of those games. And then game four, call off the dogs. I mean, you're up sure. three nothing. It doesn't, I mean, that's that game's inconsequential at, at, at that point. Oh, it was like, uh, yeah, Dallas last year was once they gave up their opportunity in game one. It was like when it, Cleveland gave up their yes. opportunity in and, game one with J.R. Smith. And so, it was really the same thing with Denver in the first round. Like, nobody, like right. Denver, I remember because it was Denver and they were so shorthanded, they were trying to put a real positive spin on, hey, we've kept all these games close. And it's like, well, yeah, but did you really like, like you weren't you weren't gonna win the series, right. right? Like it just and they didn't win a game in the series until the Warriors had the series in hand, right? Up three nothing, like Dallas, and then the Warriors came back and both series they did in the fifth game, and it, and this happened in the closeout game against Memphis back at, at Chase too. All of those closeout games were a lot harder than I think anybody would have anticipated, but they still were able to close them out and get the seven, six to eight days off, as opposed to you, know, you get into a game six in a series. You're, you're, it's cause that's, that's the other part of this is it's, if you get into a game six in a series, a lot of times what that means is you're playing on a Thursday or a Friday night, and then you're turning around and starting the next series two days later on a Saturday or a Sunday. And that right. to me is where, you know, maybe you get got in the first game of a series where we know the warriors have been so good in the first game of series in the past, because you're tired or, or whatever. I mean, look at last year. Right. Memphis had to do that. They played the game six against, uh, well, who'd they play? Minnesota and and had to come from all. And then the Warriors go in there right. and had five, six days off. They get go into to Memphis and they win the first game. Like Memphis, yeah. even though they were at home, had yeah, a schedule disadvantage in the first game. And that was enough for the Warriors to be able to to eke it out uh i, I want to get into i, I want to just you mentioned clay thompson okay because I, I wanted to hit you with clay and and the numbers because it's february 1st as we record this the numbers for clay in january just overall i'm going to give you some numbers this was clay total january games 27 points per game okay he shot 46 percent from the field 43% from three, 43.1 from three. He basically averaged a five of 11 game from three over the course of January. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking at, he had a 10 make. He had three, four games, five games of six or more three pointers made with a 10 make game, obviously against Atlanta, the first game of the month. Uh, I mean, that's that's the best extended stretch I think he's had since his return going back to, to last year. At least as far as shooting the ball. And and that is the most important thing that he does. Let me just throw this at you because was his last game in January good or bad? In other words, did you pick the perfect – I'm not, and I'm not trying to denigrate anything – but you know what I mean? Like, did you no, pick the best? I just looked at January overall. It was just, we're at February 1st. Okay. So January just ended. And I I just 
when oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant like the last game in December. Is what no, I meant. Well, but don't, don't, don't worry in, about it. No, in fairness, because I have it right here. In fa- I, and I know what you're saying. No, in fairness, he had 31 and was 11 to 22 and made seven threes in his last game in December. So we could, okay, we could so add he's, December. We could add the last couple games of December, actually. Okay. Let's, let's do that then and say he's played five good weeks. Yeah. Something like that. And you know what? I think you're probably right. But the nature of where he's at in his career, what are the next five going to look like? Now, I, I'm not like I'm not dismissing five weeks, but in the in the grand scheme of things, you know, five weeks is not a very long time. You know, and that's the thing. To, to for them to win it, like, would you agree with this? For them to win a title, he's kind of got to play like this the rest of the way. Yeah. I probably or at Can't, least play that okay. way in the playoffs. Sure, sure. And, and I, um, but at some- least, and the question is, can he? And I'm, I wonder because, um, you know, he's going to be facing really good defenses game after game after game. Um, not that he hasn't raised his level of play multiple times in his career, uh, but yeah, I'm not going to turn a negative. I'm not going to turn a positive into a negative. Uh, this is a great five five week stretch for him, and you know the neck now. Keep it going till the All Star game is what I would say. The the one thing I wanted to say too, and I I need to dig into this, and I haven't really had the time. I think because of the the Niners run and everything going on in the back and forth, but it is the rest component to this? Because I'm I'm just looking off the top of my head at at the the layout for him in January, right? And it, so he he had the 54-point game in January on January 2nd, played played the next game two days later. Then he had a six-day break. Okay, so he didn't play from the 4th to the 10th. Then he didn't – then he had a th- – uh, he had two days in between the next game. He had four days in between the 15th and the 19th. He had two days in between the 19th and the 22nd. He had two more days between the 22nd and the 25th. And and then there were two days in between the last two games that he played. So there there were more in addition to the games they gave him off. And, and this was something like I, I I'm almost gonna I'm gonna sit down and do this at some point now that I got a little more time. I'm gonna look at the one day of rest for Clay versus two versus maybe three or more. Yeah, I think and, that's. A- that's and kind of get into call. the numbers on that because that's just something that the eye test has noticed that that when they when it's been more than one day, and, and even it, it seems like he's been a lot better when it's been right. more than just one day. So it, it does feel to, like that. Yeah, you're right. So I got to look into the numbers a little bit, and we'll figure it out. Well, final thought, uh, just because I saw this report pop up, so we'll end it on this note. Uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer had a report that the Warriors are interested in Matisse Thybul, uh, the I'm wing, sure they are. <laughs> the wing. Well, he's, he doesn't play, basically, for Philadelphia. I and, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, there was a report the day before that that Sacramento was interested. And I'm sure a lot of teams in the playoffs would, would be interested. But, I mean, just I just wanted to get, you know, your thoughts on just kind of, you know, the Warriors, I think, if, if you could get a guy like that for not much – I mean, you'd you'd love to get a guy like that to be. I mean, he could be your Gary Payton the second type defender. He's an excellent defender. Can't really make a shot. No doubt. But an excellent defender. No doubt. No doubt. And young. I I, I got to be honest. If I'm if I'm if I'm one of the top six teams, I'm not dealing with one of the other top six teams. I'm just not. Like if I, 
the idea that Jay Crowder could end up in Milwaukee, you know, I, I'm sorry. I'm not doing that if I'm Phoenix. Right. Um, you know, the idea, who else do we have? Uh, you know, Jay Crowder, I don't think, will come to the Warriors. you got to be kidding me. Why would Phoenix do that? So I, I actually do. Who's, there was another guy, too, from Milwaukee. Could the Warriors Grace get? And, and I was like, somebody like that. And I thought, well, oh, no, no. I'll tell you who it was. And this guy's not even that great. Peyton Pritchard oh. from Boston. And I'm like, forget him, forget him as a player, but he either stinks so bad that Boston doesn't care and they know he'll never come back to beat him, or they think that could happen and then they'll never trade him in the first place. Well, I'm, I'm Unless it's I'm, an unbelievable deal. And, and, I'll, and look, what you get back is obviously important to Philly sure. and all of that, but I'll, I'll use the, the Sacramento example. I, I use this example with... Uh, with Crowder, and it's base, and I think it applies with Tybal and, and Philly. I could see Philly being more willing to trade a guy like Tybal to Sacramento, knowing or at least believing, hey, that's going to help Sacramento get into the playoffs. But they're still not going to be a team that's right. going to play in the finals. Whereas, that's what I'm thinking. Whereas, and Milwaukee, the same thing, or, or Phoenix, the same thing with Crowder. Like we may, you know, you know, they're not going to they're they're not going to win a title and beat us along the way because right. of that. So maybe we would do that deal. So just something to yeah. keep an eye on it. The Warriors are going to be active. Good stuff, Steiny. We'll, we'll talk again. I'm it. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right, for Steiny, right. I'm JD, 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.